Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Bimbo News with your hosts, Ellie Siegel, Melissa Stegman. Hello, and welcome to Web Crawlers Bimbo News. Bimbo News? <laughs> I, <laughs> I am Allie Siegel. We haven't podcasted since last year. No, that's not true. <laughs> we did last week. We did? It's the second week of January. We podcasted last week. We did. I, I thought we, we did, did Bimbo it. News. We did a Gypsy Rose Blanchard episode. God damn it. <laughs> okay. Just kidding. Just and that's kidding. why we're Bimbo News. <laughs> okay. I'm Allie Siegel. <laughs> I'm Melissa Stettin. <laughs> Where am I? This is a podcast. I was thinking about 90 Day Fiance is oh, what I was and then yes. I realized that. All right. We anyways. gotta start that up this week again. Yeah. All right. Anyways, this is a podcast where we'll cover everything from viral news stories to pop culture to things that we watched on TV during the week. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, we have a Patreon. Our true crime episodes are now only available at patreon.com slash webcrawlers for $5 a month. Also, please rate or review us on Apple Podcasts and call into our hotline and leave a voicemail if you'd like to be on our mailbag episodes. The number is... 626-63-42069. Nice. Such a good number. Melissa, who are our patrons this week? We have Ashley L. Julie mm. C., who I'm assuming is Julie Chen, host of Big Brother. Oh, uh, yes. Charles A. Manson. Charles A. Manson. A.J.M. Wasn't A.J. the guy from Backstreet Boys? And wasn't his last name McLean? Oh, that's what I was thinking when I typed that. I was like, AJ. Yeah, AJM, AJ McLean, AJ. Welcome. Welcome, AJ. And Erica M. Welcome to the team, y'all. We're so excited to have you. We have an excellent episode on Gypsy Rose. Uh, 
yeah. that we recorded last week <laughs> that I didn't you don't remember. That I have it's no recollection good. of recording. Let's get into the bimbo news. This week in crazy. It was a hell of a week. Hell of a week. This story's insane. You know, I get recommended weird news stories because I always click on them. And yeah. this one was recommended to me. I saw it in the dock this morning and I was like, <laughs> what in tarnation huh? is this? Huh? <laughs> yeah. So this is from The Guardian. An extreme body modification group conducted amputations on camera for a pay-per-view audience. What? So this Norwegian guy, Marius Gustavsson, who's 46, set up the Eunuch Maker website. Eunuch. Eunuch. That's when you cut off someone's penis. Oh, I was wondering. I didn't know what that meant. Monks used to be munichs, <gasps> uh, eunuchs, excuse me, eunuchs. They used to cut off their penises for their like vow of chastity. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, eunuch maker website. That's insane. Uh, where people subscribed and they paid a fee to watch footage of these procedures. It's linked to a subculture where men become nullos, short for genital nullification, by having their penis and testicles removed. So, but then this, the title of the article was this guy, he claimed thousands in disability benefits after having his leg willingly amputated. That doesn't seem right. No. So this guy, Jacob Crimmy Appleby, uh, heir to the Applebee's. Uh, yeah, Applebee's fortune. <laughs> he began a sexual relationship in early 2019 with Marius Gustavsson. And Marius bragged about other modifications. And he kept the testicles of other men in a jar, which Jacob Crimmy Appleby thought was, quote unquote, awesome. This is like Hostel, the Eli Roth or whatever oh, horror yes. movie. This is so crazy. Also, I want to know what the URL was of this eunuch maker I, website. I'm sure you can find it. <laughs> Cutoffyourlimbs.org. A video for the eunuch maker website shows Gustavin sitting on a bed with his left leg in a bucket saying, oh, this is cold, as Jacob adds dry ice. Oh. So I guess that's, I don't, that's crazy. So Gustafsson was treated at the hospital following the procedure, which lasted at least eight hours and eventually resulted in his left leg being amputated below the knee. He was discharged around two months after the amputation and received $18,500 in disability benefits. So there's currently a court case going on about that. Yeah, I would say. What? I mean, this I mean, is that's crazy. Like non non death snuff. I don't even right. So was it on like the dark web? Like you could watch this on the dark web. That seems like it could only I be. I mean, uh, I don't know. If you Google, I mean, you it's look... not like this is going to be on Hulu no. or like YouTube. I mean, that's like tune into my Twitch to see me cut people's body parts off. I mean, I feel like the cops would go to your house if it was on anything other than the dark web. I'm sure it's in the dark web. I don't I don't know where that website is. I don't want to look. That's really crazy. Body modification. It 
reminded me of this podcast that I listened to the other day, which is it's called Cover Up Body Brokers. Only the first episode is out yet, but it's about this funeral director. This is a description. For eight years, Megan Hess ran Sunset Mesa Funeral Home in the small town of Montrose, Colorado. She promised clients discounts on normally expensive cremations, a seeming kindness in a town where many were poor. Back in the, uh, but in the back of the funeral home, Megan's elderly mother, Shirley, was actually dismembering the dead. And then Megan was selling the body parts, heads, torsos, and legs to company that claimed to do medical research. Uh, yeah. The families had no idea what the, what they were doing and they came to pick up the ashes. But instead, they received a mixture of ashes and like various other people. Oh, they had no idea of their betrayal until some received a strange phone call from the FBI. (gasps) Megan and Shirley were body brokers trading on a dark network where people buy and sell bodies. Oh, what exactly? Similar to wasn't there a news? Yeah, I was going to say. It was someone. I was who, like, "Didn't we do an episode on this?" Well, or it was someone who had who had the store where they would sell like skulls and stuff, but it turned out to be like actual human skulls that they oh, bought. Oh, like, yes, yes, yes. Weird. Or they were doing like grave digging. Yeah. They were di- they were digging up graves or something. It's also gross that people were buying them on the dark web like for what like were they eating them yeah what do you do because it's not like it was organs it was right. like legs just like limbs yeah <laughs> what did you what do you need a limb for i i can only think of for eating it no well that was it yeah it was after you can't eat i mean the meat's oh. bad I mean, I just watched Society of the Snow last night, which is a remake. What is that? It's a remake of the movie Alive. Oh. The plane, the soccer team or football yeah, yeah, yeah. team crashed in the Andes. It's really good, by the way. But oh, they, they were eating each other. But like the meat was frozen. But then they had, to, they like took the meat with them to like go try to find help. And like someone got sick from eating like old meat. <laughs> I hate when I get food poisoning from old yeah, human. Yeah, old human. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta yeah. refrigerate it. Ugh, disgusting. That's, um, that's crazy. Yeah, but the, it, it looks like it's going to be a good podcast. Uh, so oh, listen to listen that. To that. Um, another crazy thing that happened. Have you seen the Chicago rat hole? I saw a picture of it and I was like, I'm not, I don't want to investigate further, but you can investigate for me. <laughs> On the sidewalk in Chicago, in the in the cement, there's a hole, and it's yeah. shaped like a rat. So I'm assuming it was like paved, and like a rat was accidentally paved. Oh, now into I see this, it. Into yeah. the sidewalk, I don't something, and then people have now made it a th- a thing. They put like they've made offerings to the rat hole. They put candles and coins and flowers. <laughs> oh my god. As a they photo should. Of a rat, a bag of cinnamon rolls, some coins. Yeah, it looks like it looks like they paved over a rat and then maybe like excavated it out while it was wet and yes. so then it just has the imprint of a rat. Yes. It's uh I've seen that in people like uh posting in their apartment of like uh 
their landlord painting over painting cockroaches over. or <gasps> stuff that yes. were on the wall. <laughs> That's <laughs> insane. disgusting. Yeah. A lot of weird stuff. Uh, we won't get into it because I still don't, I haven't looked into it, but the, uh, the Hasidic Jews who were building a tunnel under <laughs> Brooklyn. Oh my God. Also crazy. Who, who? That's a hoax. <laughs> no, it's not a hoax. The person who tweeted about it is a hoax. Oh, because Taylor Lorenz just posted something about it. Yeah, but no, but that's because a, a guy was tweeting about it saying, uh, I hear I hear people speaking Yiddish under my his tweets were a hoax. Oh, but the tunnel oh, is oh. not a hoax. The tunnel is real. What? His <laughs> tweets are a hoax. Yeah, th- those tweets are by like a right wing nationalist that he made up. And th- those oh, are a hoax. OK, so the tunnel is real. Oh, OK, OK, OK. The tunnels under the Jewish synagogue in Crown Heights. Yeah. Oh. Interesting, bizarre stuff. Crazy. Yeah. Well, a, a detour from rats. To I read Ratatouille. This, yeah, to ac- actually, yes. Ratatouille to kitchens. Um, I saw this article, Onion Cheese Eggs. This isn't a shopping list. It's fortune telling. And... <laughs> It's about kitchen divination. And so I've heard of, okay, so have you seen like people uh, will read uh, your like fortune from coffee grounds or something yes, like yes, that? Yes. So I've seen that, you know, they'll, they'll take like Turkish coffee and they'll like you drink it and then they'll read your fortune from whatever shape yes. the grounds are in or whatever. And then... There's a uh, ovomancy, which I've seen also with eggs. eggs, where you have a glass of water and then you crack the egg into the water oh. and then you like read whatever the yolk is doing. So if it's like if the yolk is settled at the bottom or if it's like floating what if it or forms into like a, a pentagon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like if it's if there's bubbles or something, that all means different things. But then there's also something called Tyromancy, which is where you tell the future from cheese, uh, which I hadn't heard of. It, and there's all this different stuff. It says in other parts of the world, people commonly relied on magic of natural chemical reactions in eggs, cabbages, and nuts to understand their destiny. The Scottish practice of pulling the kale was a popular way to predict the qualities of one's future spouse in the 1700s. The size and shape of the stalks indicated your would-be beloved's physique. Oh. So I hope I got a big old stock. <laughs> For example, on Good Friday, traditionalists would drop a raw egg whites into oh. a glass of water and examine the shapes. Um Okay, uh, Kim, who studies Korean shamanic practices, adds that rice divination is used to commune with oh. spirits. Oh, it could spell out stuff. Yeah, like a Ouija. A help, shaman, help me. <laughs> help me. Um, a shaman reaches into a golden bowl of uncooked rice, grabs a pinch, and counts the grains. An even number of grains means yes. Well, uh, uneven That's number. That's a lot of counting. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'm in the mood to count. Uh, you can also do, there's in Oaxaca, Mexico, uh, maize diviners place a kernel of corn representing the seeker on a tortilla napkin. They also, there's more counting and patterns there. So 
really interesting article on how you can use. Oh, th- this is this is interesting. So th- blue cheese, cheese, yeah, <laughs> cheese. Uh, follow followers of cheesy magic use the patterns of fermentation, number of holes, and the shape of the cheese to answer specific questions. Wow. They say that blue cheese, as you said, works best. Sure, a lot of weird stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, but this woman Jennifer Billock, uh, creator of the Kitchen Witch newsletter, has used craft singles when in a pinch. <laughs> When in a pinch, <laughs> when I, in a I pinch. gotta I gotta tell someone. Yeah, I, yeah, I gotta oh, get out eagles. get out the cheese whiz. So I I don't know if you're interested if you've tried this or you're interested oh in trying it, let us know. You could there's an online course on Udemy uh to that will teach you how to do this apparently so if you're looking to learn uh this is not a sponsored ad for udemy but it says that in the article <laughs> can't wait to yeah see take what that the course are telling me yeah uh well speaking of cheese the golden globes oh my god with the most awful monologue i've ever heard in my life it was the worst ever right it was so uncomfortable yeah, Joe Coy. I wanted I wanted to hide under my couch. I could it was it was like watching it, I was like, oh my god. Oh god. His He used to did he used to date Chelsea Handler? Yes, apparently I think he was a regular on Chelsea lately. I had never seen I heard his name, but I had never seen his comedy or anything. I had never even heard his name or seen his comedy. Um and my boyfriend was like, I think he has Netflix specials. And I was oh, sure. Oh, makes sense. And I read that they had asked several other people beforehand, and they all said no. There was Nobody a huge wants list. That job. It's like not yeah. a good job anymore. Like there's no, you don't win. Yeah, there's no payoff. They had asked, I guess, the guys from Smartless uh, if they wanted to host. Um, uh, yeah. They had asked, uh, I can't remember who else it was. I think it was like Kevin Hart and some other people. And yeah, no, no, it, no. it seems like he got the job really close to when the Golden Globes He's, were. He said he got it 10 days before and he like kept blaming his writers. Which is fucked up. Which is so fucked up because like he said something like, you know, some of these you're laughing at and some of these you're not. The ones you're laughing at are the ones I wrote. Yeah. It's just no. First of all, no. Yeah. No. Uh, Second of all, okay, let's say even if you get it 10 days before and you're in a pinch, then just play it straight, you know? Yeah, say, like, I, like this is going to be crazy. I got this job 10 days ago. I'm going to try, like, make fun of yourself. Like, he didn't right. make fun of himself. And that's, that's, that's a bad, you got to start with making fun of yourself. Yeah, or don't even try to be funny. Just be, like, sincere and, you yeah. know, say, I'm excited to be here. These are, he came off as so condescending. Yeah. Of, like, I haven't watched any of these movies or you know, or trying to put down the audience or make yeah, them seem like I don't want to be here. Yeah. Like, you know, they asked me to do this and like, yeah, I guess I'll do it. It was so bizarre. People were just cringing and yeah. like the shots of the audience <sighs> of people looking so Selena embarrassed Gomez for him. Just like put her hands in her Yes. <laughs> it's so mortifying. A joke about like Barbie is just like it's just not funny. He said Barbie's like a movie about a, a plastic doll with big boobs, which wasn't what the movie was about at no, all. Um, it's not even funny. No, that's the thing is that none of his jokes were funny. Right. You can be mean 
and be funny. Right. Like, Bill Burr does a very good job of being mean, but it's also funny. Right. And there's like an uh, art to it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a Ricky Gervais fan at all, but he, you know, like he can be, you know, sharp and, you know, snide and funny. This, this was just not funny. No. And then when he started like yelling at the audience, being like, you guys have a bad personality if you don't think that was hilarious. Yeah. You have to yell. That's hilarious. You're, you're done. You're done. It's like he started heckling the audience. It was so uncomfortable. Why aren't you laughing at my jokes? Yeah. He was just full ego. And then I guess he's just doubled down and saying, lots of marshmallows, man, he said. Uh, They're delicious, but goddamn, they're soft. I just come from a different time. I see the changes happening, but goddamn, can't we fucking laugh at ourselves? That's not, it's not because you come from a different time. There's comics your age who are funny. Yeah. Don't also, don't try to blame it on wokeness or whatever. Right. It's just also you're not what's funny, funny is mid monologue an article came out in the New <laughs> yes. York Post. Joe Coy bombs when he wasn't even finished with his monologue. That was I know. so funny. I saw that because I I went on Twitter midway through to be like, what are people saying? And I saw that article and I got oh god, that's got to be devastating for him. Um, There's nothing that unites Twitter like. Someone bombing a hosting award show, yeah. live hosting. That's like the only time that Twitter's like, oh, yeah, this is when Twitter is fun. I will. Yeah, I will say, you know who I loved uh, when he was doing his hosting or his introducing was Jean Baptiste or uh, oh, John yes. Baptiste. I had never been exposed to him before because, you know, I'm not into music. And I yeah, he's funny. I like him. Hubba hubba. Hubba hubba. Hubba hubba and a funny guy. Um also at the the Golden Globes, the the Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift oh, yeah. talking to each other. <laughs> yes. She Selena uh Sorry to bring up Taylor Swift again, everybody. She's in the news. Oh god. Also, I forgot to add this to the doc. Uh Selena said that she was telling Taylor Swift about two of her friends who had hooked up or something like that. Oh, she said she came out and said what she was talking about. Yes, because she commented on she commented on like a E Entertainment Instagram post about it. Oh, okay. Because people were saying that she asked Timothy Chalamet for a photo and Kylie Jenner said no. (laughs) Yes. Um, but I thought it was so funny because Selena actually commented about what it was about. And it's like, girl, you're famous. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but I can't remember. So she had said like a few days ago, like, I'm going to get, I'm taking a social media break. Yeah. And then the, the next day she was back on Instagram. Just don't ever say you're taking a break. Just go away. Yeah. Someone had counted how many social media breaks. <laughs> She had taken and she like in one year had taken like 68 social media breaks or something. Oh, my God. Like, just don't. Yeah. If you don't take a break. You don't have to announce it. Just go. Well, don't also, it's like she then she comes back like she it's just so weird. Yeah. She'd said 68 times in one year that she was going to take a break from Instagram. And then it's always a day or two later. It's she like just every comes week. back. Yeah. She girls what addicted. Weird. What a uh-huh. weird. It's so funny. And then did you see the lip reader? 
who was yes. saying what Kylie and Timothy were saying to each other. Yeah, I think I sent that to you guys. There is there is footage of <laughs> Timothy uh, Chalamet and Kylie Jenner, who he took uh, talking to one another. And their conversation was, you know, we, th- we all think before we see the lip readers that they're like having some really interesting, beautiful conversation <laughs> and so in love. And the lip like readers about his like... Shirt. Yeah, like it's like, sure. are you going to keep it? Yeah, I'm going to keep it. I yeah. love you so much. I love you too. Yeah, it's like, I want it in black. Cool. And then he burps <laughs> and then she's like, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. It's just, and he's like, I'm not talking about you. And she's like, I'm not talking about you either. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. And then they kiss. Yeah, it's like the most vapid <sighs> conversation ever. Anyways, I thought we could do a little best and worst dressed. Yes. Okay, where is... Okay, Hunter Schaefer, I sent this to you yes. from Euphoria. It was, a, it was super windy in Los Angeles that day. And uh-huh. I don't know if she'd like check the weather for that week or if her stylist had... But she was in this dress that yeah. had like fabric, uh, like f- pieces of fabric. Yeah, it's like some sheer material. Yeah, and it moved in the wind, so it looked. She looked I, like I a ghost. Yeah, she did look like a ghost, <laughs> but it was so beautiful. It, yeah, she looks yeah. like like a Victorian ghost or something. Yeah, um, it was so so beautiful. I, I think she looked great. Uh, Carrie Mulligan, I thought, looked really beautiful. Oh, yeah. That was a, a nice little mermaid cut. Yeah, she's in black. like a mermaid cut, which I don't usually love. But, I know, but she looks great in it. Yeah, I think she looked pretty. Uh, Greta Lee from... Oh, uh, oh, that white dress. Yeah, I thought it had a really pretty back. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, cream colored dress. Yeah, I thought it was really beautiful. Um Rosamund Pike, I thought, looked bizarre. Oh, with her head thing. She had a... Yeah, <sighs> a lace headdress and lace. It was it was Dior. But I guess maybe she was just trying to do the whole salt burn elite oh, dressing thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, like when, I like when people take big swings on the carpet. It is a big swing. I appreciate um, it. You know whose fashion I never like? Who? And I understand she's okay, Margot Robbie. And I understand that she's taking actual clothing that Barbie wore and like recreating it. So what she wore to the Golden Globes and what she wore to the after party is an actual set that was on an old Barbie doll. Like a pink sequin. Oh, a pink thing. Oh, right. And it it looked like it didn't fit properly. Yeah, I just like her I wish boobs were kind of coming out of the side of it. Yeah, I'm just over like pink is not her color. And I just and like hot pink, I don't think is really anyone's color. And these like weird lace feathery looking. Yeah, I just she, don't. Margo. You know, I think that like Anne Hathaway could pull that off. Yeah, but I don't think she she doesn't. She's not really like high fashion to me. I don't I don't really like it. Hmm. Um Jennifer Lopez I actually think look kind of cool. I don't know. It's a little well, it's a little bit like bridal. Maybe it's a little bit David's bridal to me. <laughs> I don't know. And uh, I'm sorry, Taylor Swift is always a miss for me in her outfits. Oh, she's wearing what a green. It's it, it reads Fashion Nova to me. Yeah, it's I mean, it fits really well. The earrings don't match it. 
She's wearing like silver diamond earrings and this gold would go better with that color. I th- you know, I think she could benefit from a new stylist. I think so too. I think she needs a new stylist. You know, just go in a different direction. She likes to take swings occasionally, but I just, I would like to see her in something a little more fashion elevated. forward. Yeah, elevated. elevated. Yeah. High chic. Yeah, chic. She, yeah, she, a little chicer fashion. Yeah, you know? um, something. I I don't want to shit on Selena Gomez more, but I think she looked bad. Selena Gomez. Oh, the red. I think it's too tight, and I also just think it's an ugly dress. Yeah, it's like red with like black kind of bow ties tying it in the middle. Yeah, and it's like it's craw It crosses on the neckline, and then mm. it's also asymmetrical at the bottom, and it's like very shiny yeah too much jewelry um, with it it's just too much um he's got to take off one thing before you leave the house always take off one thing uh dua lipa i think looked interesting i liked her dress it's fun i don't love this hair color on her she has like red hair or it's like a mauve hair right now but i do like that dress oh yeah that dress is really cool yeah it's interesting I, yeah, her it's hair is a little bit like it's like a faded like um, when you box dye your hair. It's very it's giving like overtone. Yes. It's giving I sh- I have a shampoo, uh, a red shampoo wash. And I know you like her but Florence Poo Pew. Poo Pew? Poo Poo. Florence Pew. Florence Poo Poo. I I'm not loving this hairdo on her. Yes. This front faux hawk. I think she's going through an edgy phase right now. She got her septum pierced. Uh Oh, yes, she did. She's a septum piercing. Her hair is short and bleached. Like, I respect this for her. But this isn't this isn't a great look, I don't think. I like I like the dress. The dre- I like the low cut dress. I don't love the styling with the it. Styling that necklace. I the yeah, the hair. I'm not loving the hair. Not the faux hawk hair. hair. It's not. It. It's not for me. It's. You know what it is. I think she's too short for that hair. Oh yeah. With that hair and that dress. I don't know why that makes sense, but I think if she was no. taller, that mm-hmm. hair would be okay with that dress. I agree. Anyways, those are some of my fashion ideas. Also, uh, some winner. My brother was nominated, which was exciting. Yeah. He lost, but still. Uh, Honor to be nominated. Who won that category? Your boyfriend from the bear. Oh, chef. The chef. Yeah, your your chef boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and Ayo Adebri. I love her. And she thanked the assistants, which I thought was awesome. That was a great speech. You know, one thing that I thought was interesting was that Poor Things was under the musical or comedy category. I understand it as a comedy, Comedy. but I just don't know. Yeah. It's weird. Would, that category always has weird shit in it. Yeah. They need to fix I, that. They need to fix it. Because like musical slash comedy and I think like things that aren't really... Because I don't even think I would really put the holdovers as a comedy either. I don't know. Right, it's more of a... It's weird. I think Those it categories be, are weird. They should put drama and comedy together. Because even the bear is... It's a drama, but there are jokes in it. So what is that? Exactly. Yeah, so I don't, don't yeah, so I don't know. I just, I would love people's input on that. I think maybe musicals should be its own thing and then drama, drama slash comedy because so many 
things fall into both drama and it's comedy weird because category. Because like, like Better Call Saul is like a drama, but it's also hilarious. So like, what right. do you, how do you put it as? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Um, what do you do in that in that world? So, anyways, that was the Golden Globes. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now let's get into, sorry, more Taylor Swift stuff. There's this crazy theory going around. Yes. Melissa, what what is this theory? I, 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 there's a movie. Do you want to play the TikTok? Yeah, let's just play the TikTok because I don't. It's a movie that people think Taylor Ghost wrote. I think this theory is so stupid. It's a movie called Argyle uh, based off a book that people think Taylor Swift wrote. Um, and it's it's produced by the people who made The Kingsman. Okay. Today we're going to be covering who the heck is Ellie Conway and what does it have to do with Taylor Swift. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, there is a rumor that Taylor Swift has written a book and it is being turned into a movie hitting theaters February 2024. It all starts with Ellie Conway. Ellie Conway is an American author based in New York City that is releasing their first debut novel called Argyle. The spelling of Argyle is a little bit odd. If you flip it backwards, it's E-L-L-Y. It spells Ellie. I'm going to bring you in closer. This is a Pat McGrath lipstick. What does Taylor Swift wear on tour? Pat McGrath lipstick. Lipstick. You can see this Brilliant. item here. In what song does Taylor Swift reference that? Oh, the song Hoax. Interesting. What's the definition of hoax? Deception. Let's wait, it gets better. This Swifty named Stephanie pointed out that in the anti-hero music video, Taylor Swift uses her arrow to point at her whiteboard and she points at E-L-L-Y. Ah! She posts about Cafe Reggio. It's literally walking distance to Electric Lady Studios where Taylor Swift records all her albums. And if that's not enough for you, she tags this bookstore located on Broadway Street. Remember this post from Taylor Nation where they randomly tagged three locations all on Broadway Street in LA, New York, and Nashville? What about her profile photo? Huh, looks a little familiar. Ellie Conway said to have red hair. Who else has red hair? Oh, right, Taylor Swift at the end of the All Too Well music video. And she's literally being an author. Movie is said to come out on February 2nd, 2024. Right, 112 days from October 13th, the release of the Eras Tour film. Remember this post from Taylor? Oh, Conway. 
Conway Studios. And yesterday she wore Argyle. You guys know the drill. Clown with me in the comments. Oh my god. Okay. But then I went to this Ellie Conway's Instagram account. Her first post was December 13th, which is Taylor's birthday. (laughs) Okay, so that's the only thing that makes me think yes. This it's so it's a movie and in the movie they they talk about this book right yes it's not just a book i feel like the the description of the movie is they acknowledge that this book is a thing in i think the movie is about the is about like ellie like the author of the book writing this book and what happens to her or something i'm not really sure that's what I thought because I thought it was like a ma- a fake author they created for the movie, like a fake book for the movie, right? Okay, let's <laughs> reclusive author Ellie Conway writes best selling espionage novels about a secret agent named Argyle who's on a mission to unravel a global spy syndicate. However, when the plots of her books start to mirror the covert actions of a real life spy organization, the line between fiction and reality begin to blur. Okay, so like an actor is going to be playing Ellie Conway or like... It's and it's big actor. It's uh, Bryce Dallas Howard plays Ellie Conway. Oh, okay. Henry Cavill plays Agent Argyle. Dua Lipa's in it. Sam Rockwell's in oh. it. Um, John Cena, Ariana DeBrose, like um, Catherine O'Hara, Brian Cranston, Rob Delaney's in it. Like it's a star study Samuel Jackson. Damn. But that that's why I'm like I don't think this has anything to do with Taylor Swift. Like the, it's so it's produced by the people who made the Kingsman movies. Right. There's a writer. Yeah, and it's just like the Kingsman movies. Right. I watched the preview and it's very similar directorially and kind of the subject from the King the three Kingsman movies, which I love, by the like, way. Like, are people saying that Taylor Swift wrote this movie i think they're saying she oh I, well that's a good question i think she's they're saying she wrote the book and then it was made into a movie or something i don't I thought know. it's like a fictional book for the movie but why is there an instagram account for the author but it's a fake person right <laughs> that's just kind oh, wait, of like on. marketing for the movie right in July, okay, this is from the Wikipedia. 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 Uh, in July 2021, it was stated that Argyle is intended to serve as the start of a franchise consisting of at least three tri- trilogy films. In March 2022, it was confirmed that the first film will be followed by two sequels to complete a film trilogy. In October 2023, Vaughn confirmed plans to create additional movies while stating that the second movie will be based on the first Argyle novel first argyle novel so that that suggests that there's so there is more right uh vaughn later confirmed that the second film will be based on the first novel with the plot exploring the origins of argyle becoming a spy with the third movie will follow additional installments in october 23 uh vaughn announced that he is working on an untitled spy centered universe through his marv studios the filmmaker stated that it will include the kingsman franchise the argyle films and an unnamed third franchise so this seems so like it's i think their it's his brainchild project. yeah yeah i think that people are insane <laughs> And this Taylor stuff has gone too far. I wonder if they, whoever's doing the marketing or whatever. This is viral marketing. Yeah, they're doing it on purpose. 
I think so. Because they know Swifties are fucking nuts. I think so. I think that maybe maybe Taylor Swift has like a cameo or maybe she did the theme song for it. Oh, and maybe she wrote a song for it. And maybe maybe they're like you said, it's the viral marketing. But this is like a product of this guy's whole thing. Taylor like, doesn't I don't have think time to write a fucking book. She's on a tour. spy novel. What? You think Taylor Swift is sitting around <laughs> writing a spy novel while she was rehearsing and then did a two-year tour no you guys are insane go outside (laughs) go outside go outside go take a walk get off the internet (sighs) yeah i think it's y'all crazy it's nuts yeah well speaking of who people who should get off the internet i am one of them uh (laughs) gypsy rose has discovered facetune i know and she is going ham on it oh Uh, yes (laughs) she is facetuning her pictures to high hell (laughs) you know what good for the thing is like she has really good skin she doesn't she honestly doesn't need to facetune (laughs) (laughs) whatever she was doing in prison you know great skin Honestly, like they're in the documentary and pictures of her in prison. I'm like, this is Lana Del Rey. Like she looks gorgeous. (laughs) Yeah. Like her hair looks great. I would look so (laughs) ugly in prison. Although like, I mean, yeah, I don't know what you're eating in there. It's not great food. No, it's like like slop. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, she was probably, you know, off kicking all those medications. Her oh, hair grew yeah. back. So, yep. I mean, she's going to improve. I mean, you stay out appearance. of the sun because you're only yeah. allowed outside for what, like an hour a day, maybe? It's probably great for your skin. Great for your skin. Um, but uh, she's, you know what? Enjoy the internet, babe. Uh, yeah, she's doing you, it. How many followers does she have now? Oh, God. I'm going to say over 10 million. If I. That would be no, crazy. 8.3. 8.3. Hold on. Most okay, Instagram. Followers. Oh my god, these face tunes are so funny. They're they're getting more and more intense each time. It's really funny because it goes from like nothing to just like extreme face tunes. Yeah. <laughs> Is this her sister, Mia Blanchard? Yeah, it's or her half sister. Half sister. Wow. So Christian Ronaldo has 600 million followers. And so Gypsy Gypsy is 8 million. So you guys follow Gypsy so she can be the (laughs) number one. I know. Uh, Other celebs, in other celeb news, I saw this article this morning, which was crazy. Jared Leto refuses to eat at award ceremonies. Okay. Because I guess... One time he got food poisoning, I guess, from an awards ceremony meal. Oh, so he brings sure. he brings power bars. I yeah to awards ceremony. I get it, and it, oh, I think it's so crazy. And <laughs> so I guess he was at some sort of ceremony, and it was a Michelin star chef who was making the food. They didn't say oh. who it was. And the chef came out to say, you know, I hope everyone's enjoying your food. You know, how are things going? And May Martin, she was on the podcast Handsome with Tig Notaro, And she was talking about being at a dinner with Jared Leto. And he, she goes, he was in his shades and his long hair. And it was like there was this amazing chef, a Michelin star chef, and the food was amazing. The chef emerged from the kitchen to meet the guests. 
So the chef comes out at one point and is like, I hope you're enjoying the meal. And Jared Leto goes, I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> and, okay. and Jared says, because I got food poisoning at one of these things once. And the chef says, oh, sir, I assure you, you're not going to get food poisoning from my food. Jared reaches into his jacket, pulls out a power bar and says, that's why I always bring these. And he opens it and starts eating it in front of the chef. Oh, that is just so rude. Like, you don't have to say that. You you just say like, oh, the food's great. Yeah, just say it's delicious and then don't you eat don't it. You don't have to eat it. You don't have to eat it. Yeah, it's just oh my he feels God. next level to me. I don't know. Um then I read this about Nev Candle. C- candle. Nev, <laughs> Nev Candle. Her okay. candles uh, business. Yeah, no, I was going to say, though, Nev Candles should make a, c- a candle candles. business called Nev Candles. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> uh, she said she would come back to the Scream franchise. Oh, really? Yeah. She said, it, basically, she was like, it's falling apart. Uh, yeah. I fe- I don't want it to end. Uh, I would come back for the right price the, if they yeah if they offered me the right price because I guess what happened last time was they offered a male castmate more than her. Yeah, they lowballed her. She's the fucking heart of the franchise. I don't understand why they wouldn't yeah. pay her more money. They must have offered like David Arquette more than her oh. or something. Um, so she was like, I would be open to coming back if we solved the salary dispute. If but- she came back, I would watch it because now I'm not interested because like Melissa Brera right. and Jenna Ortega aren't in it. Like, what? It, what's it going to be now? Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Totally. Um, so uh, we'll see what happens there. We'll with see. Franchise. Well, now in true crime news, did you yes. read about this? I just saw this. My does does Amanda follow you on Twitter? Amanda Knox? Yeah, didn't she follow? Because she follows me. I thought she followed us both. Maybe let's see. That would be maybe. Cool. <laughs> maybe it's just me. <laughs> oh yeah, she follows me. Yeah. Oh my god, and she doesn't follow that many people. I know. She follows us. Oh, my God. That's scary. I know. I like it. I know. We should have her on to talk about. I know. She has. Oh, my God. I like I have like a flutter in my heart right now. (laughs) I mean, I think she's (laughs) I think she's cool. I'm a big fan of hers. Uh, Yeah. She's working on a a true crime drama based on her wrongful conviction for Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Got the green light. Um, She's 36. Or she wrote a memoir called Waiting to be Heard. Uh, and there was a Netflix documentary from in 2016. Did you watch yeah. that? It was pretty good. I think um, I did. So the current untitled series uh, has been greenlit by Hulu. Uh, this Is Us writer KJ Steinberg will serve as a writer. Oh, my God. Monica Lewinsky is producing it. <gasps> of course. Of I course. I bet you they met up. on Twitter. I bet yes. you they met on Twitter. A hundred percent. Yes. 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 Oh, it's I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be really good just based on her life because she always she always writes these like good threads on Twitter. Yeah, she's really good on Twitter. Victims. Uh, to make TV shows and like yes. not having control of your own narrative. Narrative. Because there was that one movie 
that was said it was loosely based on Amanda Knox uh, that came out a couple of years ago. Oh, I don't remember the name of it, but she's like, okay, well, can you pay me? Like, this is about my life. How are you going to use right. my life to make a fucking movie? Like, yeah. this is kind of wrong. And it's it like, like her IP. Yeah. So I like that she's making her own show. I didn't. She wrote a thread about this, too, that I haven't read yet. But Vili Falau recently uh, talked about May, December and said, you should. Oh, have, right. You should have consulted with me about May, December. And I think she said something about it, but I can't. That's crazy that they didn't talk to the guy. Yeah. Like, oh, what? Yeah, that seems it. crazy. Yeah, he was like, you should have consulted on, with At me least, like, make story. him, like, an associate producer or, like, something. Like, that seems kind of wrong. Right. Um, oh, she has, she has a big thread on Gypsy, too. We should read that. Uh-oh. I actually liked a tweet by Amanda the other day. Did you see this one? She said, so proud. My two and a half year old daughter told her first joke today. Me. Let's see. For dinner tonight, we're having fish and broccoli. Her and poop. (laughs) I just like that as a kid saying that. Okay, that's 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 funny. That's good stuff. That's funny. Uh, Well, uh, speaking of TV shows, what have you been watching? I have been watching Happy Valley. This is, have you heard of the show? It's from, I've heard the name. Is it from like 10 years ago or something? Oh, 2014 was the first episode. It's on Acorn. It's like a British, uh, British mystery. Oh, my parents love that show. Yes. (laughs) That's how I know it. Oh God, Melissa. Like the detective (laughs) is like this this, this old British lady. Uh, It's really good. And it's, I'm on season two. They're like very short, you know, six episode seasons or whatever. start hanging out with my parents. I I would talk to them about Acorn. (laughs) Martin's mom watches Acorn and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Murdoch Mysteries, baby. Yes, they love that too. They Acorn is such a parent channel or not even channel app or whatever. I'm a parent. Yeah. yeah. Well wow. exactly. There you go. Wow. So yeah. that's great. I recommend that. Okay, and so the curse uh finally ended. I need okay, I don't want to spoil it here, but I I need to know what happened in the finale. Because I know I'm not gonna watch it, uh, but I want to know what happened because I heard the finale's crazy. <laughs> I will not spoil it. Um the finale was like its own little horror movie. Oh. It was like a Safety Brothers horror movie. Like it was it just it, I mean, I don't it just came out of nowhere. It just was like, "What? This is how the show is ending? This is bonkers." But it was so good cuz it was just so like, "What the fuck is happening?" Can I watch the finale without yes. having watched the Okay. I'll do that. You can, yeah, yeah. I mean, ye- yeah, because you know what it's about. It's about these yeah. couple trying to do a a TV show, like an HGTV show. HGTV, yeah, they're basically whatever. like appropriating and stuff. It, right? w- yeah, I mean, because it didn't make any sense to me. Good, I was like, why is great. this happening? This is so yeah. bizarre. But yeah, you you can watch it, and it's it's bonkers. Okay, I'll just watch that because I I could not get through the show, and I know that that a lot of it people like I just had to push rough. through it. 
it's yeah. uncomfortable. It's uh, from what I have heard yes. from people and which is why I had to turn off the show. It's just an yeah. uncomfortable, unsettling feeling throughout the show. Yeah. Like cringe, very cringe. Yeah. Like one episode, Nathan like takes comedy classes and it's just so he's such a weird, but then like in one episode, he's like rapping like lyrics. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I just can't. It's, <laughs> Yeah, watch the finale. Watch it because it's okay, so crazy that. and it's not, I don't, yeah, it's just so insane. Okay, I'll watch that. Uh, do you watch Southern Charm? Are I did you... in the past and I haven't right. been watching oh, okay. this season because it makes me sad. <laughs> it's gotten really dark. It's dark. I, I don't there's... like when reality shows get dark. Yeah. So Southern Charm, I, that also started like 10 years ago. Yes. We watched that when the pandemic first started we like caught up on it yeah and it's it's really crazy but there's so there's a reunion and one of the characters shep something happened at BravoCon that like no one's talking about because oh. he is like had like a he drinks a lot and he had like yeah. some sort of wake up like and his friends are like bro like we're not gonna stand by you anymore and oh, andy cohen was like well yeah i remember what happened at BravoCon," and he was like yeah yeah, yeah. so something happened at BravoCon that Maybe we'll find out in the next reunion. That's the thing is like they're all alcoholics and yes. it's like it gets to the point where it's uncomfortable to watch yeah. people in their 30s and 40s just party. And they do cocaine too. Oh, a lot yeah. of those Bravo people do cocaine. Oh yeah, 100%. Um, and it's just like you're 40 yeah. and you're wasted and you're hitting work. on women and it's just gross. Well, he is like, turned into... There's, do you remember Thomas Ravenel? Yes. Uh-huh. Shep has turned into the Thomas Ravenel, like the older the guy group. in the group, like hooking up yeah. with 20 year olds. It's gross. It's, it's sad. Gross. And I, I, there's a character on the show named Catherine, too. And she was just so crazy. She and was like, like mentally ill or 20 when she started the show. Yeah. And it's just, I don't like when mental illness is on display, I'm kind of like, yeah, oh, this is just because like, she's not on the show help. anymore. Yeah, she's not. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and then Summer House. Are you do you watch Summer House? I do watch Summer House. I have not seen the trailer for it, though. Oh, this that's trailer Carl just came and out. Lindsay break up, right? Yes. Uh-oh. I we is- still haven't. We started last season. We have to catch up. But like, I know what happened. But the trailer, yeah, I think I might need to. It yeah. looks great. What do they... Because the cameras happens. are around when they break up. Because the, these That's two crazy. characters, Carl and Lindsay, are getting married. And all of a sudden, Carl calls off the wedding out of nowhere. Oof. And he calls, like, the production to like film it which is kind of fucking weird yeah that's a, that's so fucked up that's fucked yeah but it looks like it's gonna be a good season if you guys are into reality tv yeah and i'm glad he broke up with her carl is sober he got sober but he also recently i think talked about smoking pot so i yes he does he's like i don't know about that i'm but, concerned uh, about concerned for him i'm concerned too and yeah. Lindsay is uh, needs a lot of She's therapy and they were just not good person. She's intense to say the least. Uh, I watched this show. It's three seasons. I watched it over the last few days. Really enjoyable. I'd never heard of it called louder milk. It was on from 2017 to 2020. It blows my mind that there are these TV shows that I've never heard of. 
I know. It's it's by uh, Peter Farrelly is the creator. Uh, yeah, Sam Loudermilk is a recovering alcoholic and substance abuse counselor with a bad attitude. Although his drinking is under control, Loudermilk discovers that when your life is a mess, getting clean is the easy part. And it's about like him uh, doing his recovery group and the people in the recovery group and like his life. Uh, it's with Ron Livingston is the star there. It's really, really funny really good there's a lot of point uh parts that are super super poignant that i loved then there's this one actor who i've only seen in one other thing his name's matt fraser and he was an mm-hmm. american horror story um which season was it it was the freak show and he's so good i love him as an actor um so anyways if you're looking for something to watch it's a really it's a it's a great, quick, easy, fun show to watch. Okay. Did you watch any movies this week? I did not, actually. I watched Society of the Snow. That's the one you just talked about, right? With the eating people? Yes. It's on Netflix. And it's a remake oh. of the, the movie Alive about the... Um, was it the Uruguay football team? They crashed in the Andes yeah, Mountains so. and they survived. Well, some of them survived for like 70 days in the fucking freezing ass cold. They ate each other. It's really good. I was because like, I know the story and I wasn't expecting it to be so good. It's like uh, nominated for like uh, Oscars in Spain. Oh, wow. And it has one of the best plane crashes in a movie I think I've ever seen. Like the way they shoot it. Oh, wow. It's so good. I've never seen a plane crash. Like it's just so intense and it's amazing. It's really good. I wonder, did they, is it CGI or did they like really crash a plane? No, it's CGI. Unfortunate. Unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) They did not all crash. Maybe next, maybe next time. But it's, it's really, really, really good. Okay, I'll watch that. I'll put yeah. that on the list. And then I read I read a book called My Year of Rest and Relaxation. How is that? It's about it's by this author named Otessa Moss Faye. I've heard of it. Yes, it's really good. It's basically about this this girl who tries to sleep for a year. Oh, bed rot. Yes, bed rot. That's the new Gen Z craze, <laughs> yes, bed rot. bed rot. <laughs> but she tries to sleep for a year and she like has a crazy psychiatrist who keeps prescribing all these crazy pills for her, but like she keeps getting interrupted and she's like, I just want to sleep for a year. And it's so funny. They're making it into a movie, apparently. I was going to say, I thought I heard that. By Yorgos Lanthimos, who made Poor Things. Oh, I bet that's going to be great. I know because I was like, this book is so good. It's a, it's a, it's not a. This is going to be dumb. It's not like a true story, right? It's she didn't know. And what's funny? (laughs) And what's funny is that so Paisley Gray read this and she said it's amazing. So I started to read it, thinking it was a memoir. Yeah, that's for some reason memoir. Because I just read, it was like a, you know, girl graduated art school. She lives in Brooklyn. She has a job at art. And she's like, just, you know, sick of everything, wants to like... I thought it was a memoir until like just now. I did too. (laughs) And like first, halfway through the first chapter, she has a psychiatrist who's like prescribing like all these crazy pills. And I'm like, this isn't... You're like, this is bad. This is a real doctor. And I read, I was like, oh, fuck, it's not (laughs) real. 
<laughs> I take it as a how-to book. <laughs> I know. It's really, really, really good. So I, I Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get it. Or maybe I'll just that. wait for the movie since I don't know how to read yeah, anymore. Yeah, wait for the movie. Uh, one thing I will say about books. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about books. Here's my hot take about books. A lot of words in there. Okay, so you know, like on your phone, there's the audiobook like app that just comes with the phone. There is? Yeah, it just says books and you can download audiobooks. Oh, I've never used that. Not like for free, but okay. So, right, right, right. Yeah, but there's just like books and that's what I use on my phone. And it just annoys me because it's not on my uh, TV. So like the the book the audiobooks that I have on my phone I can't listen to through my TV because when I'm like around the house cleaning and yeah. stuff I want to just listen to it through the TV but they don't have the books app for for the TV for some reason can you stream, can you do like a Bluetooth stream to your TV from your phone? So that's what I read is like, you have to do it through, you have to airplay it through your computer to the thing. But when I tried to your, to your TV, but when I tried to do it, the sound was going through my laptop and not the TV. So it was like all fucked. Oh, and I, you know, we just got a, um, a speaker home home pod oh. i think it's called an airplay speaker and you can play things through there yeah you play everything through through your phone and i've been using it all day like it's great okay maybe i'll get that because i was playing like music for ripley like on youtube or whatever but now it's just like yeah it's great okay home pod home pod mini i think we got you small you were playing her um the eunuch maker website <laughs> yeah i was playing her um look at this crazy people cutting off her <laughs> yeah, leg she's like Wah. well uh we gotta do hero of the week yeah i was gonna say you just were a hero to me to help my audiobook problem but there's another hero who's this this is a husky at Ooh. arizona shelter escaped a cage to look for some i'm snacks. not husky i'm just big boned exactly so a husky <laughs> A dog named King, of course, uh, tried to help his buddies break free as well. So he was at a shelter in Tempe uh, around 2 a.m. And this dog escaped his kennel, wandered around the shelter, trying to free his friends to get them out of the cages. He opened up one door with his mouth and paws. Oh, my God. And he was trying to open up all these doors for the dogs. And they just wanted to like, he was looking for some snacks. Aww. And they just like went crazy in there and just hung out. And then they opened, they found some bags of snacks. Hell yeah. And, like opened up the bags. They had a party. They had a great time. There is something similar to that. Did you hear about that dog that cape- kept escaping the animal shelter and going next door to the old folks home? <laughs> yeah. And then eventually the old folks home just adopted it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It was so oh, cute. That's great. Yeah. That's so great. hero of the week, dogs. dogs dogs just dogs uh all right guys well call in if you have anything to say about our episode today um ooh, i'm a poet i didn't even know it i'm ali siegel (laughs) i'm melissa stettin and that's all folks bye Bye. All the news you can handle, so tune in to this channel, everything you want to know, about recent news and TV shows, Bimbo News.
sponsored by ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.